Hi, I'm Lauren Berlingeri, and this is The Hot Seat. Today I'm here with Camille Kostek, who is a supermodel. She's an actress, she's a TV presenter, and an entrepreneur. So I'm so excited to be interviewing her for 45 minutes in the hot seat. We're gonna get hot and high today. Uh, it's, it's already hot in here. <laughs> it's gonna get sweaty. I wanna start from the very beginning. Okay. How did you get started? I know that you're you know, a supermodel now. Mm-hmm. Was it easy to get signed originally? I mean, okay. (laughs) I feel like all success stories, like there's like a big journey behind and the struggles. And I'm sure, you know, as an entrepreneur yourself, there's a lot of self-doubt that creeps in or a lot of like road bumps to get over to Mm -hmm. get to where you want. But ultimately, you know what you want. Yeah. And that's like, as long as you believe in yourself and like what it is that you want, you know, you're going to get there. So you knew you wanted to be a model. I knew I wanted to be a model for a long time, but specifically Sports Illustrated Swimsuit Model. Like I wasn't, I didn't like grow up dreaming as like a young girl into my teenage years into a young woman being like, I'm dying to be a model. Um, And you know, I was always curious. We're surrounded by advertisements from like billboards and commercials and, um, you know, magazine stands and now social media, you see models everywhere. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's it was just one of those things that I was just curious, like, how do you get in those you know, those big billboards in Times Square and, you know, how do you get in a magazine? Like, how, who who connects you? How do you mm-hmm. do that? So um, being a small town girl in Connecticut, you know, we don't have modeling agencies. There's n- really nobody in the industry in that area. So it was always just kind of like this far-fetched dream. But Sports Illustrated Swimsuit specifically for me when I was like 15 years old, I remember mm-hmm. getting my hands on the magazine and like flipping through it. And for the first time, I was like, oh my goodness, you get to see girls who have like you know, freckles and everything wasn't like just so smoothed out and it looked, I was something I could relate to or, or, you know, see what you're an athlete, right? Being a dancer Mm -hmm. and a cheerleader. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I was able to relate and everybody, I think that's like a big part of social media these days is people want to follow somebody that they can relate to Mm -hmm. or that makes them feel comfortable or seen or heard. And that's what SI was for me. And then beyond the magazine, you know, once I found like this almost like obsession with like, oh my gosh, I could, I could possibly model. Like I, I see my body type represented here. You know, I started looking online and I became in love with the casting hall that would come every year. And I remember them being in like this, like small room where they would cast the girls and it would be in black and white video. And I would just like start to like envision myself in that position. I didn't know how I would get there, but did you have to have an agency to apply for Sports Illustrated? Yes. Yeah, so okay. typically you do. Um, my story is a little unique um, because I, I, I could not get signed. Like, I tried from New York City to Miami to Los Angeles. I even moved to L.A. hoping that, you know, maybe if I was there long enough, I could learn about, you know, what are other people doing? Like, what do I need to do to get in? And I started to notice that times have changed and, you know, they're still evolving in the industry, but they were definitely much more, like, rigid when I was trying to find representation because... I was just constantly hearing about how I need to lose weight or like, they like flat out said that to you. Oh yeah. Like lose, like lose inches in my thighs and my hips. And you know, there's a space for me if I fit into this jean size or how old um, were you then? Not that young. I was probably, um, I think I first started when I was like 16 years old and I had never stopped until I took a break when I, um, went to like finished out high school and then I went to college and I pursued being an NFL cheerleader because dance was always a big part of my life. And then I so wanted you to wanted... visit modeling. Got it. So you tried since you were 16. Mm-hmm. No one wanted to sign you because mm-hmm. you didn't fit the size of mm-hmm. the typical model. Yep. 
So you got rejected, rejected, rejected. Mm-hmm. So then you ended and then up... And it was just discouraging. Like, I was just like, this isn't fun. You know, when someone, someone doesn't feel like, you know, no one wants to not feel like they're wanted. And I was just like, this is so bizarre. I grew up in a household where my mom never had, like, a scale in her house. So, you know, being, like, weighed and measured and these different things, I was like, this doesn't... Like, this isn't, this doesn't resonate with me. And I even knew that, like, very young. And I think it did a lot. I know it did a lot for me now. I still don't have a scale in my home. Like, it's how I feel in my clothes or how I feel when I look at myself in the mirror rather than what's that number. Um, And, yeah, I just, it was, I was like, I I quickly, my hopes and dreams of wanting to be a model were, like, quickly crushed in a way just because the feeling didn't feel good anymore so when I um it was probably around 2015 that I started getting into exploring agencies again being like let's give this another try I'm a little bit older a little bit wiser (laughs) I think I was about but you weren't trying to crash diet or anything like that not at the time you still felt comfortable in your body and you knew there was a couple of times that it was um definitely I've it's actually very bizarre. I don't really speak about it. I think it's because I never want to like revisit that part of me of, you know, dealing with an eating disorder. I've never really been like very vocal about it, but it did get to me and I became obsessed with like, am I smaller now? Am I smaller now? And I remember hiring a personal trainer when like I couldn't really afford it at the time and like a nutritionist and, and it, I became like obsessed with this lifestyle Mm -hmm. for a little bit. And I was like, I'm not even me anymore. Like I'm not happy. Like it was like, sucking the joy out of like life and I was like I could I can't do this like I, I don't feel good anymore like you know I didn't have like a good um like food made me happy and yep. then like food was like stressful for me and mm-hmm. then I really believe in like having like a certain kind of like that it's almost like the food has a certain like chemical reaction if it's going down when you're stressed rather than eating the cake and enjoying it do you know 100% what I mean? yes I modeled for 15 years I remember being obsessed with everything that I put in my body I naturally also was very athletic too, mm-hmm. so I found it very difficult to be slender then. And the mm-hmm. weird thing is, is once I stopped modeling and became an entrepreneur and stopped worrying about it, mm-hmm. I started to achieve the sizes yes. and the body that I actually really wanted. Mm-hmm. Whereas when I was modeling, there was always this obsession with it. So then if I got upset, I would like binge eat yep. or drink more alcohol because mm-hmm. I felt empty. And, or do like a crash diet where I would not eat for like, you know, two weeks and then fall off of it and then gain all this unhealthy weight Yeah, for 15 years. That's insane. 15 years that was going on? 15 years that went on. I felt uncomfortable in my own body. Well, what broke, what broke you out of it? Becoming a nutritionist and health coach and educating myself on what's healthy and then, you know, getting out of being a model. Did that come from like hitting... Like a low or like a low point or feeling like lost or like I can't keep up with this. This isn't fun. Well, when I started to study nutrition, I realized I really loved nutrition and Mm -hmm. food. And I remember listening to the modules and I would just come to life and I would listen to them over and over Mm -hmm. again. And I could retain the information, which a lot of things, if I'm not interested, I can't really remember. But food, nutrition and like healthy living and working out and healing and body work Mm -hmm. and this whole world lit me up. My passion was there. Mm -hmm. And I discovered that, which led me to go into, you know, working as a health and wellness expert at a startup. Mm -hmm. Then that led me to start my own. And, and, you know, then I became 
an expert in it. And, and then I forgot about the body size. And then it just like, I felt healed from it. I completely, completely relate to that. Like the second I stopped thinking about it, overthinking it, like it just was flowing with life and enjoying the things that I wanted. Like I remember, I remember people saying, or my, my own mom, like someone who knows you the best and sees you all the time and your best and your worst and growing up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and she was like, what are you doing? You're like losing a significant amount of weight. And I wasn't trying to, but it was almost like this like energetic crap weight was like coming off of me just from like feeling free Mm -hmm. and following what felt best for me and cutting off that like obsessive training and cutting off like, okay, I'm going to eat this and count this and these calories and these macros and all whatever that world was. Um, So did you get signed when you were at a smaller weight and then as you got signed, you kind of... I never got signed. You never got signed? (laughs) No. No. It's so funny because I look at your photos now and you just have this beautiful face and body and this idea of what healthy is to me. Mm -hmm. So it's crazy that you didn't get signed back then Mm -mm. because all they worried about was your measurements. Mm Mm-hmm. And I remember it was actually, it was an agency in New York City and I kept like checking in and they'd be like, okay, you're almost there. And I was like, you know, excited for a second because I was like, oh, you know, I've, I've never done this before. Like I've never, you know, set a goal in that aspect of weight loss or, you know, whatever. And it, it, it was, you know, there was a little bit of like this like excitement of like, wow, like seeing that change, but it was, it was change that wasn't making me feel whole some, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. So a part of me was like, oh, you know, like, they're excited now to see me. And then I was like, I'm so happy. I don't know what came over me. Um, Because I was just kind of, like, quietly doing this. I didn't even, like, share it with my mom or, like, my sisters or, like, anyone who would kind of, like, steer me in a different direction. I just was, like, doing this on my own. I think someone would have probably stepped in that loved me and been like, stop doing this. Um, And I just was like, this doesn't feel right. And I just stopped doing it. And then I just, they kept, like, checking in with me and I just stopped answering. (laughs) Like, I was just like, this doesn't feel good. Um, I think my schedule ended up getting, like, busier at the time, too. So it was just one of those things where everything was flowing as it should. Like, I was being redirected. Um, so, wait, how did you get Sports Illustrated, then, if you weren't signed so with then, an agency? Yeah. And let alone the cover yeah. of Sports Illustrated. It's just, honestly, this instead of this being, like, I know we're learning about me in this, but I really want, like, whoever's listening to listen to this and, like, try to apply this to you because it this isn't just about the industry and modeling. It's about, like relationship with self and relationship with like I don't know believing in yourself and like not letting fears and limitations creep in because that's what freed me to literally the life that I live now and it's a constant reminder that I have to remind myself of because yeah and your energy is so (laughs) contagious Uh, yeah so 2017 I finally I finished college and I um I used to be a bar instructor fun fact I used to teach bar in Boston and I really enjoyed it because I I was a dancer my whole life and I wanted to continue something in like the fitness space and moving my body and being in a dance studio and incorporating the ballet bar and I did that for a little bit but I was like I want to do more like Mm. I want to I want to model I want to act I want to host on TV I was I was studying communications in college so it's something I always loved to do we had like a television studio in my high school so I was I I love I love, I'm not camera shy. <laughs> so I love to blab on camera. <laughs> and um, so I was like, you know what? Los Angeles feels like a place, place where I can do it all. And I moved to LA in February of 2017. It was my 25th birthday. And it was like, you know, the year of like me. Like mm-hmm. I had like, um, 
my boyfriend and I at the time, like, we broke up and I was like, I'm going to move across the country and I didn't have any friends over there. Obviously, I didn't have my boyfriend anymore. I didn't have my, you know, none of my family was over there. Like, it was just a new space to just explore me and, like, really, like, go inward and figure out what it is that, like, how can I live life to my fullest potential mm-hmm. and what I'm capable of. So then, um, yeah, that year, February, I moved. March... I saw that there was this open call for Sports Illustrated Swimsuit. First time ever. You could submit yourself. No agency. I remember it was like, I think it might have been MJ Day's voice. Someone's voice saying, like, are you the diamond in the rough? Like, that, like do you want to be the next ad on the Kate Upton? Like, <laughs> no, it was on Instagram. Oh. So they were like, do you want to be the next Kate Upton? Christy Teigen, Christy Brinkley, Tyra Bay. And I was And like, you saw yourself in those people. I, yeah. Maybe not. Well, there you saw models. yourself in those people. I, <laughs> I mean, I see yourself in those people. Uh, thank you. But I remember, you know, like Ashley Graham and Chrissy Teigen, I was like, they're more than a model. Like, they're a personality and they're, mm-hmm. they're model moguls. And mm-hmm. I just knew, you know, when I write on paper everything that I want to do, like, it's not just modeling. It was all these things. And I love that they explored all of that. They let you, like, live out all of your passions. They didn't conform you to one box. And that really spoke to me. And so, um, yeah, so I submitted this open call. It was a 60-second Instagram video. And you didn't need an agent or anybody calling in or picking you and you submitted the video on Instagram you had to make it public and um, you really crossed your fingers that they would see it you know you did like a certain hashtag like I think it was SI swim search open call and you know did you, you have to like do dance move or anything like that or no you, you really just make it your own like like if you were to apply you could literally do it like in your song and just like <laughs> anything that's unique to you and make you stand out and so yeah I, I made the video it's anyone can watch it now but it was um yeah the first time they ever did an open call I think we're going into like year five or six of doing it it's been I mean it changed my life and it's changing so many other women's life and now I get to be a part of the audition process and help you know interview and meet the women and I, I don't ultimately make the decision but it's it's still so bizarre years later to be on that side because I still have that like that new girl feeling in me where I'm like am I really here like is this room my, like my life like how did I get here um but yeah so 2017 I applied it was an open call and every time I would like every morning I would click the hashtag and there would just be like thousands of more applicants from all over the world and I was like they're never gonna see my video um sure enough weeks passed by and I got an email um, or a DM from them, and I was like, is this the real SI account? And I, like, freaked out. I was, like, screaming, and then um, fast forward, it was, like, kind of like a year-long process of interviews and eliminations, and I won. <laughs> and then... There's, there's only one person that could win? It was my... Well, it, it's so interesting. MJ, MJ is, like, queen bee. She's awesome. She, like, one year there'll be one winner, one year there'll be three, one year there'll be two, so my year there was two. And so I was one of two winners. So did you get Sports Illustrated before you met Rob? No, I met Rob, but I actually got Sports Illustrated when we were, like, broken up. Oh. A lot of people don't. A lot of people don't. I've never been public. Even though we have a public relationship, I was never public about when we were on, when we were off. Like, that wasn't anyone's business. And, you know, those are things you just want to deal with yourself. You don't Mm want to get, you know, two cents from other people. Um, So during that time, we... We're not dating, which I find so interesting because it's really talk about like really pouring into yourself. Like I'm somebody who pours into my partner, you know? Mm-hmm. So it was just a very um, year of change and challenge and growth and very emotional ro- roller coaster. But it's amazing. Like 
what happens when you shift your perspective on life and you yeah and your attention away from energy. one person to yourself mm -hmm. how powerful that is especially yeah. when you are younger and you're trying to build your own career and mm -hmm. you have big dreams I remember we actually started. And, and you know that you could do it on your own too, I think, which is also so important, you yeah. know? That's definitely something that I think that's one of the hardest things about being in a relationship with someone who has an incredible, well-known career um, is I've worked my ass off for a long time. I have had these goals and dreams before I ever knew who he was. Mm -hmm. Even when I was a New England Patriots cheerleader, like I, you know, I remember when he, you know, he gave me his number for the first time, like I knew who he was, but like, I didn't, you know, I wasn't like, Oh, I want to date him. You know, <laughs> I was actually like, had just gotten out of a very serious relationship. So I really wasn't looking, um, when he came into my life, but I, I'm like all over the place in this interview. <laughs> I think it also has to do with the heat. But That's I the just, point. Like, <laughs> you know, when people do interviews drunk, we're like high on heat right now. <laughs> That's why it's get high naturally. Yeah, I'm like, does any of this make sense? Like, is anyone following? <laughs> Am I making sense? You are 100% making sense. <laughs> I think like you. I'm still answering the first question. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> oh god. Um, but yeah, I. It's um, been 30 minutes, everybody, which is pretty intense. We've been in the sauna for 30 minutes, but we still have another 30 minutes to go. We can turn off the heat at some point, but I think it's no, getting juicy. It it's getting good. I want to hear about yeah. this. Yeah, I you just know, I'm like so realizing. Hard. I'm like, I think I'm talking in circles at this point. But yeah, I got into SI through the submission, and then that was my that like granted me like welcome to the family. Shoot for your rookie spread. Went to Australia. That shot. You shoot 17 swimsuits in a day. That first swimsuit ended up on the cover. Of that wow. Yeah. You got the cover that the I had first to get, year. I finished that like story. <laughs> yes. It was wow, insane. that's huge. It was one of it. I think it is the talk about like thing set your dreams, you know, years back, and then have all these people tell you you're not good enough to even be in the agency, mm -hmm. let alone Sports Illustrated, mm -hmm. which is the mecca. Oh, and I, and I the in. ultimate, and then nail the cover it's... from an Instagram ad. I mean, you could just tell that you know Sports Illustrated was just craving someone like you. Right. You know I what I mean? Never felt more at home. And I think that's another thing that you can probably attest to is, um, I mean, I want to learn so much more about your story, but it's one thing to want something so bad. And then like, say you want a job, a certain job really bad. And you go into that workplace, but the energy's weird. Like, like your boss is, you know, tough or mean, or, you know, has an attitude or is hard to impress. And, you know, now this thing that you love so much, it's like not a fun space to be in and, mm -hmm. and, and and I don't know. So I was really hoping that I actually never even had a fear of like, I hope this is a really cool team. It is like a core group of like five women that just really? champion for you. And really, oh my gosh, like I, I'm so you, so that's another thing. You don't know if you're going to get the call back every single year. Being in Sports Illustrated is an absolute honor and it's so cool to be a part of like the sisterhood but the biggest reason why I always want to get called back is because I'm like I never want to stop making memories with these people like I love going to the launch just events love and hanging swimming. out with them oh my god it's like the no one has ever made me feel like more on top of the world like when you're in those shoots and at these places and 
you know, they allow you to use your voice and you do different like podcasts and appearances and um, panels. And you talk about, I've done a handful of panels talking about mental health and all these things. And it's just, they've created this community that is just amazing. Yeah. And they're, and all of these women are just incredible. So when I get the call, I literally cry every time because I'm like, it's so good to hear from you. Like, I miss you because you don't see them every day. You don't model every day. You yeah. know, you have one big shoot. Well, and- they, they also gave you your big chance and saw the star in you. Mm-hmm. The hot seat is sponsored by the Edge Theory cold plunge tubs, which I love because we literally pop them up in our spa locations pop them down, you don't need plumbing, it's super easy. It's so user-friendly and there's such a wide range of temperatures, which I think is one of the coolest things about it. It goes as cold as 37 degrees or as hot as 104, if you feel like having a hot tub after your cold plunge. Which we always do. (laughs) So use code HIREDOSE15 for 15% off. And we hope you check it out. Yeah, check it out on the hot seat. They're really cool looking too. This brings me to my next question. How did you get into TV presenting? Is it just as an amazing story as how you got through modeling? We had this like world-renowned television studio in my high school. They still have it. And I would host like these live telethons for charities. And I would host, you know, anytime that there was any, like a talent show or, you know, the morning news, like I was there. I was like obsessed with being in the TV studio. And I just had so much fun, like, shooting man on the street content and I loved directing and I loved running audio boards and the cameras and editing and doing post-production and being on camera talent. Like I just wanted to do it. All. You love and creating content. I love it. Mm-hmm. And then I declared it as my major when I went to, to college, there was a television studio there. So instead of like thirsty Thursday bar nights in college, I was like, <laughs> and doing the nightly news for my college. Like that's where you found me on Thursday nights. Like I loved it so much. And um, then I would go and like pick up my friends from, the bar, I, I don't drink. It's oh, like that's very, interesting. You never drink. I shouldn't, I'm not going to say never. I've had glasses of wine. I've taken shots. But I... But you're not a drinker. Nope. I'm not like... I've never blacked out. I don't... It's like... I can count on like one hand how many times I'll like drink in a year. And it'll and when I do, it's like very casually. And do you think that's been a, a, an amazing tool for you to just help you stay focused and clear on your your goals and not feed into any of the insecurities or the fear or I just like being in control. It sounds like you've always sort of known who you are at a young age and you didn't really need to explore in a lot of ways. I mean, even just how you were with the modeling industry and just knew you knew that you would be amazing at it. And it didn't well, matter that people... <laughs> not really. I mean, probably deep down, maybe. I think it, it's something where it's like, there was a reason that I got into modeling for Sports Illustrated Swimsuit specifically. Mm. Because modeling didn't become a full-time job for me ever. Um, I did fit modeling here and there. Like, my first modeling job was for New Balance and, like, Reebok doing fit modeling. Now, I thought that that meant, you know, putting on the boxing gloves, getting the hair and makeup and a high ponytail and going to, you know, box on camera no, with all the spray sweat. <laughs> But no, you literally show up, you actually don't do the campaigns and you show up behind the scenes and you go in these conference rooms and you try on all of the clothes for like the in-house people. Oh, fit modeling. Yeah, that was my start in modeling. I thought like I was going to be like, you're going to see me running on the billboards like in my New Balance sneakers. Like I didn't know. And so that was my start in modeling behind the scenes. Um, but yeah, then I, I, you know, I never, I have like 
done some editorial stuff here and there, but I never really got into like the high fashion scene yeah. and stuff like that. So you've always been a TV host. You've always been mm -hmm. passionate about it, doing college yep. news at mm -hmm. night. Yep. And but then, then how did you get your big break into TV presenting? Was that like, I know that I am a TV presenter, so this is on my resume and I'm going after that? I always, I always think back to when Jennifer Lopez, um, I forget what award show it was, but she got like, gosh, all the JLo fans are going to come for me. <laughs> Maybe you can help me out here. It was like, it was an award show where she got like this like icon award or this something. I, I don't remember what it was or what award show it was at, but I just remember this memorable moment when she gave her speech and she was like, everyone tried to put me in a box. Mm. And she was like, I knew that I was an actress. I was a host. I was a model. Um, a singer like I knew that I wanted to do it all like why did I just have to do one I knew that I could you know exceed in all spaces and I remember hearing that and it was around the time that I was like going into William Morris Endeavor my talent agency now into WME and then being like so what is it that you want to do and I was like well where do we begin you know and I had said everything that I wanted to do and TV hosting was something that I always wanted to do and then like I said with modeling it was Sports Illustrated swimsuit that I was so like focused right. on that there was a reason, like, within me that, like, that always resonated with me. And I was, like, so in love with being obsessed with the casting and everything. It was almost like, you know, like, my inner child knew that, like, future Camille, like, that was going to be your space. Like, study up. Like, yeah. this is going to be your future. This is going to be, like, what you represent. This is going to be, a, like, part of you. Mm -hmm. And um, take you places. And, you know, little did I know that that ended up even opening up doors for me, um, you know, with more eyes and ears. Mm -hmm. And allowed people to really start to listen, like... Oh, she's more than a model. She yep. she likes to host. Oh, yep. you have a background in this? Oh, you have a degree in this? Like, And what would you do? Just, like, post videos of you on Instagram? No, like... instead, um, I would, like, um, it, it stemmed back to, like, when I was a New England Patriots cheerleader. Like, my coach, we would go to Super Bowl, the Patriots, we went to the Super Bowl, and she would have me speak on, like, the Today Show and Good Morning America or, like, go on Sirius XM Radio and I would go on those things and I would be able to like speak freely and they were like, oh, and you know, there would be people on the show being like, do you ever consider like having a podcast? Do you ever consider being a host? And I'm like, yeah, I actually really love this space. I'm just not pursuing it right now. Um, I ended up getting an internship at CBS Sports in Boston and then I did an internship at a morning show in Rhode Island. And so there was things I was doing to kind of build up my resume. I was working for New England Sports Network in Boston and doing hosting here and there. So I was constantly like building my reel and then... Once I was signed with a talent agent who they were connected to, you know, all the networks and all the people, that's when they started pitching me as like, well, Camille Caustic, here's her reel, but nothing was sticking. Like, I was like, when am I going to get my break? So it wasn't until 2020 that I got a call from, um, well, I did an audition for Wipeout on TBS and I landed that role with John Cena and Nicole Byer and I did that show for a couple seasons. Then I did it. I just got off, um, last year doing season one of a show on NBC called Dancing With Myself where I got to dance and host. Which like, is perfect for colliding. you. Yeah. It was a great show. And, um, yeah, so it, it was just one of those things where I just had to be patient. And there was there was other offers that came in, but, you know, it was some reality shows where it was like, I, I wasn't going to be myself. Mm -hmm. When I, As a host, I want to show up as Camille Caustic. Yep. Mm -hmm. I want to be, like, the shoulder to cry on. I want to, like, tell somebody's story. I want to be intimate with somebody yep. where I, like, really get to know Not them. just talking about other people doing stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or, or fueling the fire and like, you know, a drama. I'm not a drama filled girl yeah. in my regular life. I didn't want to be that on TV. So yeah. there were things that came in, but it was about like staying in your power, trusting that what's meant for you will be for you. It will feel right. It won't feel uncomfortable. And so it was a lot and of years will of shine. waiting. Yeah. You won't yeah. have to try so hard. You don't mm -hmm. have to put so much effort. You could yeah. just show up and be you. Yeah. 
And then it's... That's what Wipeout was. They were like, react naturally to people falling down on obstacle courses, <laughs> get to know their stories before they hit the road. You have no script and have fun with it. Yeah. Tell jokes, be you. And I was like, this is the best hosting job of my life. So do you have a North Star with hosting? Like, is there the ideal show that would be perfect for you? I, a show that I've always said I want to go on and that I, I would always like love to host is Dancing with the Stars. Uh -huh. I just, I love that show and I love dancing and I love hosting. So that's why I'd be... Wouldn't you want to also be dancing on it too? Or you'd oh, yeah. be fine with just like hosting? I think it would be cool to dance on the show so yeah. that I can really understand the show even more. So it's almost like I'm doing homework for if I ever, if there was ever an opportunity for me to host. Like I'd be like, been here, done this. Yeah. I've watched it. I've seen it from all angles now. But... Okay. So well, going back to this idea of JLo doing it all. Now you've launched your own business mm -hmm. in designing Swim swimsuits. Suits. Yeah. So did someone advise you that like, Camille, you should be launching swimsuits. I mean, you're like the best swimsuit story ever. It, and you want to know what it's, I, someone did say that to me and I remember saying, everybody has a swimsuit line. Like who would want to buy these swimsuits, you know? And then I realized, wait, like my big career push had to do with swimsuits. Like right. I was in a swimsuit when that happened. Yeah. And then being in Sports Illustrated for a handful of years at this point when I when I started collaborating with um, the swimsuit line, I Wait, have, what's the swimsuit line called? Um, so it's the Camille Collection with Swimsuits for All. I love that. Yeah. Okay, so the idea behind the swimsuits is that you fit different body types? Mm -hmm. Yep. Okay. So Swimsuits for All is... Did you ever have a hair. hard time wearing swimsuits? Oh, Yeah. A lot of times it would be, it would more so be like, I loved the color, but I didn't like the fit or I like the fit, but it, I don't like a lot of patterns. Like, and I just like things that are simple and flattering. And mm -hmm. so, you know, I remember when I was um, designing with the swimsuits for all team, like I was talking to my aunt, I was talking to my grandma, I was talking to my sisters, I was talking to my friends, like my mom and everyone who had a different body type and was like, what is it that you like? Send me photos. Like I want to be inspired because I knew what I liked. But I wanted to know, like... What everyone likes. Mm hmm My first collection, when it started, I'm one of those people. I love to please everyone. Mm hmm And that can be draining. When it came time to designing swimsuits, I was like, how can I please everyone? everyone. That's impossible. Mm -hmm. It's literally impossible. So I was like, hold on. Me and my girlfriends, my best friends, it was almost like the sisterhood of traveling pants when it comes to swimsuits. Like, we would always share each other's swimsuits. And there was just, like, very, like... There was a very few like a small selection of swimsuits that we loved because there were certain things that like fit our hips and our thighs and our torsos and like different things or like you know having the straps cut in like we like the things that were tie backs and adjustable straps or you know whatever it was um maybe someone was an a cup someone was a d but like we were able to find tops that like we liked um this actually make, like. makes me think of something because i used to be a fit model too mm -hmm. not fitness model fit model yep. where i would have to try on all the clothes they yes. would see how it fit my body mm -hmm. And then they would say yes or no, or, you know. Mm -hmm. But the issue is, is that fit models only being one size. So then how do you know how the clothes are going to fit on anybody else unless fit models are of all sizes? Right. So I, in having conversations with my friends that have all different body types, I remember one of my friends saying, when I go shop for swimsuits, she would always struggle to find swimsuits that would fit her. Mm -hmm. Um, and she was like, you know, they would max out at an XL. And a lot of the times I needed like a two XL or one XL. And she was like, but whenever I find sites that have suits that fit my body, they were like patterns and they were 
full coverage. Mm -hmm. And it was like people were assuming that, that we wanted cover to cover up. up. Mm -hmm. And I was like, that's so interesting to hear. Mm -hmm. And she was like, like, I want to wear a thong. Mm -hmm. I want to wear cheeky bottoms. Mm -hmm. I want to wear a bikini. Like, mm -hmm. I don't need everything to be high-rise suction cupped in. Like, I don't want to wear one piece every time. I don't mm -hmm. want, like, to trap my hips. Like, I want that, you know, Pam Anderson, like, Baywatch feel. Meanwhile, I was like, oh, did you say you wanted a one piece that goes up high? I got you. So, you know, and listening to her, I was like, I love that because I want to design suits like that and they're going to fit all body sizes. Yep. And this is why I went with swimsuits for all. And people loved it. Yep. And I remember um, speaking candidly about the conversation I had with swimsuits for all. They're like, you know, that's not really our demographic. Like people like it to be more covered up. You had to up. push them. Yeah. I was like, well, let's see, because this is my demo. These are my girls. Yep. And like, I know. And I was like, even your demo they will want it to. Mm -hmm. You just haven't given them the option. Yep. And they were like, all right, let's do it. And, you know, it ended up being really successful that we came back, you know, another season. And so you've done two lines with them. Mm -hmm. So this is actually from the second collection. I mean, I love this. I mean, I love the material of Thank it. Thank you. And I love the color of it, but really I love the shape. I actually got to see her in the bathing suit before. So <laughs> we did a full, I got the full experience. Full, full, full moon back there. I have the one that's much more cheeky, but you know, we put a little bit of like rouging in the back. I like that little scrunchy bum. It's a lot of adjustable straps, a lot of tie backs, things so that you can make them fit the way that you want. So they're yeah. not like cutting in or uncomfortable. Um, so you'll find a lot of like ways that you can adjust or swimsuits can be reversible or there's like high waist. There's swimsuits that you can wear low on the hip or high on the hip something for everyone yeah so what's next for you this is like the first time in five years that I looked at my schedule and I have a lot of like open spots and typically that used to like bother me anxiety like mm -hmm. well what do I have next I need to be jam-packed with stuff work 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 go 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 like that's the motto like you know hustle 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 never stop you know the mentality that's also got me to where I am now mm -hmm. but as you know Rest and recovery, mm -hmm. reflection, yeah, gives reset. You time to connect back to you on what do you want. So, are you visualizing things right now? Or are you in the space right now of just being open? So, I felt like I was blocked up, like because I was like, well, what's next? Yeah, what's that show? What's that thing? Like, what's that next big thing? Like, what am I preparing for? I remember just being like so blocked up, and I was like, I need to meditate. So, I literally, I go on my. I don't even know how to say it right. I call it my P-E-M-F, man. Yeah, that's it. That's how you yeah, say yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, Because how do you say it, though? I mean, it's acronyms for Pulse Electromagnetic Frequency. Okay. So we call it a P-E-M-F. Okay. P-E-M-F map. But there's infrared in there. There's crystal therapy, yeah. negative ions. Yep. So much more. But I think how it differentiates from our sauna blanket is not only in the experience. Mm -hmm. You know, saunas make you sweat. Yep. Whereas the mat, you just relax and recover. I get into meditation mode like that on yeah. those things. Like, yes. big time. Yes, but then our sauna blankets don't have PEMF, right? which is a very grounding, relaxing, mm -hmm. healing frequency that pretty much deepens meditation. Mm -hmm. So if you are ever struggling and you're trying so hard to get into meditation, you just lay on that mat, downs your cortisol levels, put your body in parasympathetic state yep. so that you can have those ideas come to you. Mm -hmm. Not in a grasping at ideas sort of way, but in a what do I feel in my body or even downloading, depending on however you yeah. visualize. Yeah. And so I um, was laying down on my PEMF mat, and it was just one of those days where it was, like, overwhelming, and I find that, the, like, your busy days are the best days to take 30 minutes and take a bath. Yes. Or take those 10 minutes to meditate. Like That's a great tip. You don't wait people. for the day that you, I mean, when you have a day off, yeah, go ahead and pack it in, but, like, it's those days that, like, you need it the most. Yeah, because you almost prevent the crash sometimes mm -hmm. that way. Mm -hmm. And I sleep better after, and, like, it's just great. So I went on the mat, 
and I just, I was like so, wrong. I remember I like just closed down a Zoom call and I was like, oh, I have like this to do next and this to do next. And then I was like thinking about, but you know, am I going to hear back and from this thing that I applied for or that audition or did that go well? And I was like, oh my gosh, get out of your head. Like mm-hmm. you're not, you're not setting yourself up for success for all these things today. And then I was like, you know what? I'm going to leave my phone home and now I'm going to take my dog for a walk. Like now I need to get movement. I came back and I picked up my phone and I had an email out of the blue about this like incredible television show that I've grown up watching where they were like, uh, Camille, someone just expressed interest in you. Um, they want you to come in at the end of the month and audition. Oh my gosh. And, um, this, you know, they shoot X amount of episodes a year and they might audition for like the permanent hosting job. And I was like, wow, what? Look how quickly that came. You know, some people might be like, that's a coincidence, but like I was the set, like it was something I was just about like every day. And, and my boyfriend and I have these conversations a lot, too, because we're very career-oriented and, you know, we're constantly, like, looking at our schedules, like, okay, I'll meet you in Arizona for the Super Bowl. I have this shoe. I'll fly there. So, like, you'll get there sooner. And we'll, we're constantly talking about goals. And he's like, you know, like, what's your next show? Or, like, what's your next thing? And I'm like, don't ask me that question. But in, instead of having, like, a negative connotation with it, instead of being like, you know, like, I'm surrendering to whatever's going to come. And I have well, this free time. Well, you could have easily spiraled out. And then that's the negative self-talk. Mm-hmm. And then... You tell yourself that you're not good enough, you're yeah. not smart enough, you're not beautiful enough, you don't have mm-hmm. the it factor enough. Yeah. And then when that opportunity might come, you freeze. Yep. And it's so easy to do, which is why I like am a true believer of just any time that you feel that way, you kind of have to like let go of all that negative self-talk and self-doubt. Yep. And talk yourself out of it and tell yourself the opposite. Mm-hmm. You know, that you are so amazing, that you are so smart. You are the, you know, worthy of the next big thing in your life, but just be there and be great when it, when it comes to you. Yes. I was like losing that, um, consistency of of self. Mm -hmm. Like I was working my ass off, but I wasn't pouring back in so that I could show up. Yeah. Because you're a doer and you make stuff happen. Being quiet and still is the hardest thing. Mm -hmm. And I totally get that. Now I'm so in love with it. I'm like, do I want to go back? (laughs) But no, I do. I'm like extra motivated now, but. Good. I'm glad you've recharged as a battery. Mm-hmm. You know, you got to take care of yourself. I think that's the most important message for everybody out mm-hmm. there is you're, no one's going to take care of you. You need to be able to take care yeah. of yourself, yeah. right? And know what it is that you need. Stillness and tapping into whatever it is that it is, mm-hmm. is the best, healthiest thing for you, even though it might be challenging. Amen. 100%. So where can everybody find you? How do we like keep up to date with this yeah. show that potentially might be happening or this new show yeah. that you're going to create? And, and listen, the other part of this, because a lot of this has happened where excitement gets offered and then maybe it doesn't stick. You trust that something better, better will come along. Yes. Mm-hmm. Or that, you know, there's something that now you can attend or go to or experience with yourself. Um, Camille Caustic on Twitter, TikTok, and Instagram is where I'm most active and always sharing little snippets of my life of what I do at home, how I reset focus and I think that's what ended up connecting us yeah you're like you seem like you like infrared and wellness I was like I do you're my new friend (laughs) well this has been awesome Camila you're such a rock star you are so fun to talk to I knew you were my friend well we're even meeting (laughs) I I think I've laughed the most in this sauna session than I have in any so I find you to be really funny um but just really appreciate you coming here and telling your story because it is really inspiring to everyone thank you thank you happy that wellness brought us together yes